Two guys. Two topics. Two, two, two. two opinions. You talk. Give me two. This is the split story of the day on 975-1280 the zone. And the zone sports network. Here's Brady's pass. It's Gronkowski! Back again! Brady play action. Looking. Third option. End zone. Pass. Gronkowski again! Gronkowski comes out of retirement. Fournette was looking for a home. And when the Super Bowl ended, the ball would be in the hands of Tom Brady. I don't know why we ever think it won't. Your final score, Gordon, in the Super Bowl, it was the Buccaneers. My guys, 31-9 to over the Kansas City Chiefs. And, Gordon, you know what? I, I'm going to step aside and, and let you select where we start today because there is. Uh, I thought it was an interesting game. You want me to explain that? Is that where you want to start? Yeah, you go right ahead. I thought it was, I thought it was an interesting game uh, because the Chiefs being who they are, until probably like six minutes left to go in the game, you're thinking to yourself, wow, they could come back at any moment. And and I'm at least thinking about the, you know, the Falcons and the Patriots and, and that, you know, turnaround in that game and how everybody who stuck it out to the end was certainly uh, happy about it. So there was that feel to it, I thought. Uh, and then Tom, you know, Tom Brady was extremely efficient. But they if you like watching a quarterback get, uh, you know, buried uh, on the field then you enjoyed that game, which uh, I, I did. I thought I thought Tampa Bay played really tough, and then I thought Kansas City did a lot wrong. So it, it, it was, I thought it was interesting because you, you thought that that comeback was possible at any time. I didn't think that. I thought they were cooked. I really did because of what I had seen prior to. There didn't, they did not have answers, and I didn't think that Patrick Mahomes was just going to magically come up with something. I know he's done that in the past. But there are a lot of things that he's done in the past that he could not do last night. I mean, that that game was over, and, and I, I thought it was over. But you were right, Jake. And, look, I, I give you credit. You brought this up time and time again that that offensive line, uh, repaired as it was, was not going to be able to keep the heat off of uh, Patrick Mahomes. And, sure enough, they didn't. But – I want to give the the Tampa Bay uh, defensive secondary, and that, those guys back there were doing their jobs because even when Patrick Mahomes had what seemed to be adequate time, he was having difficulty having enough confidence, which is really strange coming from him, to throw the ball down the field. He Did you see how many times there were coverage sacks in that game? Yeah, a bunch, um, because they double-teamed Hill and Kelsey all night long. I mean, that was that was going to be their thing. They were going to st- uh, stick two guys deep down the middle of the field, and they were going to make somebody else beat them. And then the, the front four got to them. I mean, that's what you can yeah. do when you can get pressure with the front four. Do you know how many times, uh, at least according to um, Tony Romo, do you know how many times that uh, the Bucks blitzed last night, Gordon? How many? Five. Yeah, that's it, it. A lot more than that, didn't it? <laughs> well, yeah, because those guys up front were just monsters, and yeah. they just they they really played a heck of a game. And one thing the Chiefs did not do, Gordon, was help. I couldn't believe what I was watching. They did, they weren't helping those the offensive linemen. They weren't chipping with the running backs or or keeping the tight end to block. They weren't doing any of that. They they relied on those five guys to protect Mahomes, and they just got worked. 
it, it's almost like they thought that Mahomes would be able to pull off his great escape uh, escapades of the past, and uh, he was not able to do it. And he never really got comfortable. Uh, there were uh, you could count on one hand the number of throws where it looked like he dropped back, set up, and fired the ball down the field with confidence. Here I got another stat for you, Gordon. Do you know how many knockdowns that the Bucks had against the Chiefs? So how many times Patrick Mahomes was knocked down? <laughs> well, I don't know if I can count that high. It was twelve. It was twelve, yeah. which is a lot. Hurries was in the high twenties, I believe. It was like twenty-eight. Uh, but uh, but knocked down twelve times, which is which is a ton. Do you know how many times Tom Brady was knocked down? How many? Twice. Yeah. So he was allowed to stand back there and make the throws. And one side note about Tom Brady, by the way, uh, bringing Gronk back was an excellent idea for those for that game alone because Tom knows this is how smart he is. I mean, he knows when he has to make a play. And when the game, the Super Bowl, whatever is on the line, he's going with who he knows is going to make the play. And he hadn't really been doing that that much. It was almost like a Trojan horse. He blocked uh, all year. He blocked. He uh, yeah. Eric, what was uh, you know these types of things off the top of your head? What was Gronkowski's uh, um, catches this year? It was like forty five, right? Something like that. Yeah, it wasn't insane. It was around like 42, and I was looking. at He he only ended the year. I was shocked to see this with like – well, no, that's Le Leonard Fournette also who had a big game. He only touched football a few times too and only had 211 yards in the season. Let me pull up uh, Gronk's number, uh, numbers here. But, yeah, Gronk did not have that many catches in the playoffs even. Yeah, he had had three catches before this game, and he ended up with two touchdown catches. 45 yeah, catches I, I, he had this year, by the I way. Kept, I kept waiting. Uh, for, uh, I wondered how they were going to utilize him because all through the postseason, I'm going, when are they going to go to Gronk? When, the game, when are they going to go to Gronk? When they needed and it, it was the most. Like, they didn't, and now they did. And it was, like, almost surprising to Kansas City. Like, what, what, we don't know what's going on here. So, yeah, that's – that's <laughs> Tom Brady's pretty smart. Uh, he knows the right things to – he's like having a coach on the field. It's like we talked about uh, last week. He is. And while we're talking about Eric, by the way, Eric, you called me, like, you crazy – for thinking that the the pressure would get yeah, to Patrick I was, Mahomes. Yeah, I, I didn't you, want you, to bother you on Super Bowl Sunday, but I owe you a – well, I'm an idiot. And uh, that, that's kind of long and short of it. I am often wrong, and uh, you you were right. I, I apologize, and I should uh, listen to my elders. More. There you go. Well, wait, wait. Oh, nice. Uh, you, were, you weren't alone. I mean, there were a whole lot of people who thought the Chiefs were going to win that game. And so – yeah, it's a, it's all right. It's all right. Eric's, well, it Eric's. turns out, Gordon, it's kind of important to have your tackles. It, it turns it out that <laughs> the tackle position is kind of important, and I, I honestly don't know how I forgot that. They they well, made every, a, they made a movie about was it. Talking about <laughs> Sandra talking Bullock's about in it. Check it out. The, it's it's the called MVP The Blind Side. Be. Sorry, Gordon. Go ahead. Yeah, it was talking about who the MVP was in that game, and for the Chiefs, it was Eric Fisher. Yeah, man. Well, think about it this way. I mean, if, if any other of the Hall of Fame level players that were in that game, and there was, you know, a few, right? You know, Tom Brady, Gronk, Tyreek Hill, Patrick Mahomes, you know, guys that you could certainly see being in the Hall of Fame. If any of those were injured and going to miss the game, we'd give it a second look and say, boy, okay, 
those guys are missing, right? I mean, why would the same be, or why wouldn't Eric Fisher be the same? And it's my, let me ask you this, Gordon, left tackle, in le- in level of importance, you know, ranking it one, two, three, four, five on a team, where do you put it? Uh, in the modern NFL? Yeah. I, I, it's got to be in the top three. Absolutely. Two, maybe three. The other being defensive end, right? For the same reason why a, why a left tackle is important. The, the Aaron, uh, well, the defensive end has always been critical, right? Rushing the passer. So that's yeah. that's got to be one, two, three right there, right? Yep. That's, well, so yeah. he's arguably their second most important player, and he wasn't well, in that man, game. And Tampa, Tampa's horribly. Tampa's defensive line is really good. That, that's been a strength of theirs all year. And their linebackers played really well, by the way because they were able to at least slow down the run. Although the Chiefs went away from the run a little bit, but I guess that's what you do when you're down. Yeah, yeah, that's what you do. And, I, again, I go back to that defensive backfield. Man, those guys out back, they were taking care of their business back there, keeping the, a blanket on those receivers. And it's one of the things about watching on TV, sometimes you can't see whether the quarterback is just losing his nerve or whether and the receivers are open or whether they're just absolutely blanketed and it's a coverage sack. And that was my suspicion time and time again, because generally you would think Patrick Mahomes is going to pick up on if his receivers are available to him. And he looked almost on on more pass plays than not, he looked kind of out of sorts. And like Eric brought up, and, and I understand why you did, Eric, that Patrick Mahomes is very agile very uh, great athlete, can usually find his way out of those situations. Not in this case. Man, I'll tell you, Kansas City looked absolutely baffled on both sides of the ball. Yeah, they did. And there and there was a distraction out there for the Chiefs, too. And that's, you know, maybe we can at least update everybody on that coming up a little later. But, you know, you hope that that didn't have anything to do with it. But they, they made a bunch of, of – baffling mistakes i mean right down to their punter who kicks the ball right out of the stadium normally shanked two right in a row i mean some you know the chiefs the chiefs didn't play well that's for sure and that had a lot yeah. to do with the bucks you mentioned how many times tom brady got knocked down i i i thought the game was terrific play calls on the part of the bucks as far as you know how how that kansas city defense likes to gamble and likes to bring heat, and so and and they had those screens that they were throwing that were just totally keeping that defense off balance. Uh, it, it was a masterful job, both offensively and defensively, on the part of the Bucks, and th- there's just no denying it. And that's the one good thing about the way that game turned out. It was decisive enough that nobody could say, "Yeah, but." I know there were some what folks thought were questionable calls that went in the favor of the Bucks, and, you know, uh, who was it who was, uh, who was sending nasty uh, tweets out? Was that, uh, was that Mahomes, Mahomes' mom? Oh, his mom who talked about the refs, yeah. It's, it, and I get that. I thought a couple of those calls were questionable, but they went the way they went, and it was absolutely uh, one-sided, and the game was, at the end, boring to me because I just didn't see a way – that Mahomes would find the magic that he's had in the past because they had no answers for it. It, it was, it was. I was surprised. 
I was surprised that Kansas City's offense couldn't find answers. And I understand that they were undermanned along the offensive front. And you've heard me talk about how important I think the offensive line is. I just thought that they would be able to be aware of it and make up for it with Mahomes' great talent. Well, you were wrong. And Eric was too. Yes, I was. All right. Yeah. All right. That's it. I won't rub it in every segment. Why uh, don't you just say you were right? Why do you guys say we were wrong? Oh, what I don't know, because that's the kind of guy I am. Uh, yeah. What? what uh, Mike. Mike's here with us. Uh, any hour services, of course, uh, our good friend. In mm-hmm. fact, it's good to see you again. Mike. It's good to be here. Yeah, it's good to see you, buddy. Uh, are you are you the type when you when you're right about something that you have to to not only tell people that you were right. Which is kind of vain, I get it, but also remind that others were not correct. Um, I'm the kind of guy that will make like subtle jabs to remind you that you were wrong. I, I feel less comfortable like saying, hey, remember when I – I'm not a big I told you so kind of guy. I'm much more of a, oh, didn't you say it was going to go like this? Hmm, that's interesting. I'm, I'm much more of – that way a little more so so it sounds to me like you're pretty insecure no matter how you're saying it there mike uh, um, because you know i mean isn't that kind of what that indicates uh, here's it's, what it's i really it's really no better than what jake has been doing the whole show so far here, here's he what i know he insulted us both Did well you he's, notice he's, that? he said uh he said i was pretty insecure <laughs> and and here's what i was taught growing up you know when you point fingers uh you know there's four pointing back at you gordon <laughs> there it is wait Wait, is it four or is it three? I actually, I don't know. I guess if you're pointing with your thumb, <laughs> uh, then yeah. there's four coming uh, back. If you're doing the, the gun thing. Right. Yeah. Uh, why don't you get Mike's opinion on your, your other uh, topic uh, you started the show with, Gordon, about uh, the national holiday? Because I, if I had to make a guess, a guy who's in the any hour business is, is not going to agree with, with your take here. I just said that I thought the day after the Super Bowl should be a national holiday so that people can – recover from what took place yesterday and get readjusted and, and get like, ready to go back on Tuesday. Like emotional recovery, or you think everyone's hung over? <laughs> well, like what kind of recovery is needed well, from watching a game? <laughs> Mike I don't makes know. a just, strong point. Well, I mean, well, both. No, I'm really just trying to understand so that I can, you know. <laughs> so you can, what, uh, have subtle digs later on yeah, in the show? Maybe. <laughs> I just no, thought, I don't I, know. I just thought Usually, a guy uh, who works for a company called Any Hour Services probably doesn't have a whole lot of sympathy when it comes to well, you know days there's off. There's plenty of people. There's plenty of people that you know look for an opportunity to take a day off here and there, and you know there's and then there's people like me. I I look for opportunities to to work, but I don't think that that's just because. I'm not saying that I'm better than people. I think I'm wired, weird. My wife often has tried to convince me that I'm a workaholic. And I've never really, like, you know, disputed that. But, yeah, I'm much more of a, if it was a holiday, I I would make fun of that holiday and say that, like, it definitely should not be observed. And be working well, anyway. Mike, Mike, what's absolutely certain is that our our listeners benefit from the way you're wired. Because you and the folks over there like to work and like to do a good job. Well, it's and nice. That's to their benefit. 
So Thank you, Gordon. What are uh, what are we digging into today? Well, uh, here's the thing. Last week uh, we were in, we were talking about furnaces, and we, I think it was last uh, Wednesday we were here, we had so many people call in on Thursday the day after, even though we were saying, hey, you got to call tonight and, and take advantage of this. We had so many people call in the next day. I felt like I kind of needed to come back in again and give those that didn't get a chance to take advantage of that deal to get it again. You know, if you look at the forecast, I – Here's the thing. We all know that forecasts can probably change. But when I pull up my weather app right now, there it's showing the little snowflakes. It's going to be cold. And we still have plenty of cold nights ahead. And so we're going to be mainly talking about our furnaces, what we can do to maintain them, stuff that we need to do to the equipment, and uh, possibly some things that you might want a professional to do for you. So we'll get into the deal here in a second, but you're also famous for your tips because <laughs> uh, you, you, know, you, you sure. like helping people out. Uh, well, you know, honestly, we'll, we'll be talking – you know, in each segment about specific things that we can do. But um, a good place to start, honestly, is if you have thrown away or misplaced the owner's manual for your furnace. Uh, you know, I keep mine next to the bed so I can read it at night when I need to fall asleep. But if you've misplaced it, go and download it and go to the maintenance section and check out what needs to be done for your furnace. And then as, you know, another shameless plug for me, but like if you go to Any Hour Services YouTube channel, uh, we've got lots and lots of DIY videos showing you how to do things yourself and educating you on how your systems work. Or if you're a person that likes podcasts, go wherever you listen to podcasts and, and search for In the House. We have a, a weekly podcast where we actually bring the managers in from each department we just pick a topic like you know furnaces and yep. we'll just discuss mm -hmm. it to death that's so cool all right let's let's get into the deal here now i have a, a quick question yes uh because you mentioned last week on on wednesday uh now you brought in a, a specific deal and then gordon beat you up pretty good and and that dropped so i don't want to i knew gordon was uh, you were planning on putting mike in this awkward position but uh, are we going with the 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 deal or or the Honest, Gordon deal. <laughs> so here's the thing. Uh, we're going to go with the Gordon deal, but I went to the managers and I was like, look, I can't have Gordon be the one that I can't have it be Gordon looking like he's the one coming in, <laughs> making this thing happen. You know, I appreciate him, you know, trying to hustle for for the listeners. But here's here's what I've got. So the Gordon deal was this. Normally we charge ninety nine dollars to come out and tune up your furnace, do the manufacturer's recommended maintenance and inspection items. Well worth it at ninety nine bucks. But zone listeners can get it done for seventy dollars off and only pay twenty nine dollars schedule for whenever's most convenient for you. But you got to call tonight before six in order to get that deal. Here's what I got the managers to tell us. Any zone listener that calls in, we're going to note the account and say this was a zone listener that called in and mentioned the show. And as long as your furnace has a standard size filter, we're actually going to throw in replacing the filter while we're there. Look at that. Oh, wow. Is that all right? Does that meet your, yeah. your standards there, Gordon? Wow. That's uh, – well, I was, I was pleased with uh, the original move, but this is – this is taking it to a new level. That's what Mike does, man. All right, here's the number, 801-443-7400. Save $70 on a 34-point furnace tune-up. Uh, that's a $99 value, only $29, but you got to get on the books before 6, 801-443-7400. That's 801-443-7400. More Big Show coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.